Good afternoon and welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. Together we can make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Throughout history, courtship rules and dating concepts have changed as we have evolved. But unfortunately, many have also withered away. Chivalry, although some will argue its existence today, first stemmed from the medieval times when suitors wooed with grandiose poetry and serenades. Formality of dating came from the Victorian period where if a gentleman was interested in a young lady, he could not simply approach her, but instead had to present her with a card. And if the young lady fancied him back, she too would give him a card in return. Unfortunately, modern-day love exchange is far less passionate and instead consists mainly of emails, texts, phone calls, Snapchats, and Marco Polos. Love and exchanges of love have become increasingly more distant, disconnected, and even inauthentic. The earlier days allowed for more authenticity, spontaneity, and even vulnerability. Back in early 17th century Wales, for example, love spoons were made by a suitor to show his affection for a loved one. Young men would spend hours carving intricate designs into these wooden spoons in the hope that the girl would accept it in exchange for love. The actual term love tokens originated in Great Britain in the 13th century. They were also referred to as crooked coins because the suitor would bend the coin to keep it from being used. Love tokens are coins that were hand-engraved or punched with sentimental messages, sometimes on both sides. The coins were given to a maiden, and if the coin was kept, it was a sure sign that the man's affections were reciprocated. There are a few present-day love stories with unique love tokens given by women. Kim Casali, in absolute love with her husband Roberto, would draw cartoons on small pieces of paper and hide them in his clothes, briefcase, and other places. Her love notes consisted of, according to Casali, a blob of a girl representing her and a blob of a boy representing Roberto, expressing her love for him in some way. A friend of Roberto's happened to see one of Kim's love notes and insisted he get his wife's drawings published. And on January 5th, 1970, the first of a series of Love Is comics were printed in the LA Times under her pen name, Kim. David Horvath wrote letters to his long-distance girlfriend, Sunmin Kim, whom he missed dearly. The very first letter had a cartoon of his character called Wage at the bottom. The couple continued to draw more of their own cartoon creations on the bottom of each of their love letters. One day, Kim surprised Horvath by sewing Wage into a doll. Horvath then showed this doll to his friend and owner of Giant Robot. Nakamura loved the doll so much he asked Kim to sew more. And in, 2000, in 2001, all of their love cartoons became real toys and ugly dolls was born. Aside from love tokens, another largely reliable way to see if two lovers are compatible is through personality tests. In the 1940s, the Myers-Briggs type indicator, a personality test, was created by Isabel Briggs Myers and her mother, Catherine Briggs. They identified 16 personality types to help people understand each other. Meyer Briggs is based on the conceptual theory proposed by Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung. The 16 personality types are given in four-letter acronyms. The first letter determines if a person focuses on their outer or inner world. Are they extroverted or introverted, E or I? The second letter in the acronym pertains to how information is received. Do they prefer to focus on the basic information provided or to interpret it and add meaning, sensing or intuition? S or I. The third letter in the type stands for how a person makes decisions. Do they prefer to look at logic and consistency or at the people and circumstances? Are they thinking or feeling? T or F. And the fourth and final letter of the type is how a person deals with the outside world. Do they prefer to get things decided or do they prefer to stay open to new information and options? Are they judging or prospecting? J or P. And after a long series of questions, your personality type, like ENFP, is then decided. Each Myers-Briggs personality type has their own way of receiving and expressing love or their own love language. 
According to pastor and family counselor Gary Chapman, most of us all have one primary and one secondary love language, and people will tend to give love in the manner they wish to receive it. By understanding these languages more, Chapman believes we are better equipped to love well, whether it's in dating or in marriage. Chapman outlines five love languages, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Words of affirmation is the most common love language, involving words of encouragement, appreciation, empathy, listening, and communication. Physical touch is nonverbal communication, involving regular physical affection, making intimacy a priority. Receiving gifts is communicating through thoughtful gestures and small gifts, while expressing gratitude when receiving gifts as well. Quality time involves uninterrupted, focused conversations, taking time to have special moments together, as well as weekend getaways. Acts of service is communicated through doing things for someone and offering help whenever needed. It may be worth it to you and your potential mate to know your love language and your Myers-Briggs. After all, to love is fantastic, but to love in a way the other can understand is worth the understanding. Today on Love from the Hip, I have the pleasure of having Samira Sullivan. Samira is a matchmaker and founder of Samira Sullivan International. She will share how her process of matchmaking works, how dating has been affected by this pandemic, and online dating do's and don'ts. Plus, later on the show, we will open up the phone line so you can ask Samira for personal dating advice. So stick around after this quick break. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Samira Sullivan on my show. Samira is a matchmaker and founder of Samira Sullivan International. Hey, Samira, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sakura. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> awesome. So how long have you been a matchmaker? God, um, I think, God, 10 years um, altogether now. And I have been doing it, I feel like, I feel like I've been doing it all my life, but you know, as a business, I've been doing it for 10 years, full-time business, okay. not, not just the side business. <laughs> <laughs> it's the main gig. So how did you end up becoming one in the first place? Um, so to make a very long story short, um, I have a background in psychology and education. I have a dual master's and um, you know, I was starting a private school for children with neurological differences that didn't work out. And then I was working in the recruiting and, um, industry, aerospace and defense um, industry. And I did pretty well there, um, but you know, it was kind of boring. And then one day I got a call from this international matchmaking agency that found my resume somewhere and they wanted to hire me, um, like they wanted to interview me. So I went ahead and I went, I went through the interview process and they just wanted to hire me. Like it was the <laughs> smoothest interview process I've ever been through. Um, so I got the job and I worked for that agency for about nine months. Um, and I just didn't like the way they were doing things. Um, mm. They didn't have, it, it just was not so legit. And the way they were t doing things were just not morally um, aligned, you know, with, with my morals and values. So I went ahead and started my own business and I, the first year I did okay. And then after that, I just kept growing and growing and growing. Um, That's awesome. So, you know, and here I am. <laughs> That's great. And so you had said that you were always good at matchmaking. Is that correct? When you were little? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I matchmade my friends all the time. Oh, you did? I was going to ask. And so I high school? 
Oh God, high school, I would have friends call me at 2 a.m. in the morning and ask me for advice. And my mom would always say, you should charge your friends. I mean, <laughs> you would make really good money that way. And you know what? I do this for a living now, coaching and matchmaking and just using my intuition. So I, I'm blessed. I feel so blessed to be to be able to do this yeah. every day. Sounds like your purpose. That's awesome. So yes. would you recommend finding love during this crazy time in our history? Of course, you know, I feel like, you know, in the beginning, people were freaking out and they were like, you know, blocking their schedule and doing all of these Zoom matchmaking things and, you know, dating events and stuff like that on Zoom. And I felt like, guys, come on, you know, like take some time to be by yourself and love yourself and just not worry about dating right now. Right. The mm -hmm. first month, that's my whole that's what I was telling people, like. If you can be alone with yourself and be happy, there is a problem. You will never be happy. You cannot depend on other people for your happiness to make you happy and to make you full. Mm -hmm. So that was my advice. Um, at this point, now that things are opening up and people have been kind of cooped up at home and not really having any social events, I feel like this is a good time to start, you know, dating, going out there, being more creative. Um, so you know, I, I recommend people doing it. I, I recommend people going out there and socializing and talking to people. And um, I, there's a lot of cons, you know, benefits yeah. to this. So I think it's a good thing. I think now people should start dating and um, start be being more creative with their dating. So you think the benefit of dating right now during COVID is, is spending more time getting to know people? You know, what's the benefit? The benefits like people taking time to get to know each other they're reflecting, they have more time to reflect on what they really want in a partner, what they need to do. You know, like we've had the beginning time, like the first month, people really had the time to reflect. And this is what I'm hearing from clients and people who come to us. We were getting all kinds of leads in the beginning because people had more time, like, hey, what can we do better with their dating lives? And, you know, what do we really want in a relationship? And do we really want a relationship? Things like that. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I feel, you know, people are being more creative also with their dates, not just dinner, boring dinner dates or coffee dates or drink dates. Um, you know, they're doing more activities and things like that, which is a good thing because a lot of restaurants, There's indoor some, restaurants yeah. are, you know, indoor dining is closed. Um, so I feel that's a benefit right there. Mm -hmm. um, and people are kind of getting to talk to each other and know about each other instead of just jumping into things and, yeah. you know, just serial dating because right. I think a lot of people were really used to serial dating and they were having problems when this whole quarantine thing happened. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And so I, at the same time, what would be some of the challenges of dating during so, COVID? <laughs> of course, I think, you know, some people are getting more lonely um, and just wanting to date. And so they're just kind of like passing time talking to people. Um, on the phone and getting to know people and just thinking that they're falling in love. And those are never good things because it's taking longer to meet in person. Um, it works for some people, but it doesn't work for some people. It just depends what your reasons are, right? Um, why you're doing this. Are you being really cautious? Are you doing it because you're lonely or are you doing it because you really want to meet the right person? I feel like there's a lot of, you know, people out there who are having mental health issues. Um, yeah. They're being triggered they're not, you know, they're not dating because they're limited to going out. Maybe they live with family members. Maybe they have to take care of their, you know, elderly parents or grandparents. And so they're not able to really go out on dates because they're scared they're going to bring the virus home to their family. So that's that's something that's also kind of a con, you know, of right. what's going on right now. Real um, and yeah. And some people just have given up because it seems like too much work to go out on dates right now, uh, wearing masks and taking all the, you know, just taking all the precautions and things like that. So I feel, you know, some people are just kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. This is just right. too hard right now. And they're putting everything on pause. And then, of course, there's depression. Right. So. And that's where matchmaking really can benefit. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, I want to get back into that, but we're going to take a quick break. But everyone, remember, this is a live show. And when we come back, Samira can answer a question you have about dating. So call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527.
Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. The veil is the line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go Beyond the Veil. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A dot com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA dot com. And use promo code BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase. That's BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today, I have the pleasure of having Samira Sullivan on my show. Samira is a matchmaker and founder of Samira Sullivan International. Have a dating question? Call in 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Samira, I was wondering if you could tell us how matchmaking is more beneficial for dating during this time, especially yeah, during so this I, time. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it's because we can really help people with the screening process and making sure where both parties have been, you know, so it's kind of like contact tracing. I know where my clients have been. And if I'm interviewing some candidate for a client, I can find out, hey, how serious are you about this virus? Are you taking precautions when you're going out? Are you wearing a mask? Making sure that their values on that align. Um, and then just being more creative on going on dates, like we're able to arrange dates that obviously client and the candidate can talk on the phone before they go on a date. But then also, you know, everyone's protected in this way. So, you know, if they've talked on the phone for many, like many times and kind of gotten to know each other, yeah, it's safe for my one of the, the match to go to the client's home or to invite the client to their home. Because I am here, I know my clients, they've been vetted, they've been, you know, background checked and all of that. So I've never had issues with something like that. And that's happening more and more now. So people are just more safe going through a matchmaking service right now. Yeah, I would imagine. And I would also imagine that one of the other benefits is that you guys can recommend dating ideas. During yes. this time. Like go for like I've had so many clients go for walks. Yeah. Um, you know, just walking uh, <laughs> a date where they're walking on the, on the waterfront. Um, I've had clients go for hiking dates and, you know, six feet apart, just things like that. Like it's right. working, you know, people can be more creative. You don't just have to go on dinner dates. Right. I've exactly. had clients invite people over. Um, 
cook dinner and it's worked out really well. So, you know, just being more creative. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we have a caller on the line. So let's go ahead and take Mitzi from Renton. Mitzi, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Mitzi. What's your question for Samira? So, Samira, I am a single mom, and I've been in the dating world for four years now, and I previously was married for 20 years. And what I've been struggling with far before this whole corona thing came up was authenticity and integrity showing up. And um, I seem to come into the dating world completely 100% vulnerable and myself, and it seems to be chasing people away. And the reason I called into you is because you're actually a professional matchmaker, but there's some people out there that cannot afford a matchmaking uh, business, and we're stuck out there on that dating, you know, all those dating threads and all those dating sites, and we're just really frustrated with people ghosting us or being inauthentic. Like, I've even taken the time to make my non-negotiables, and I look at myself every day. I'm so proud of who I am and the woman I am in this world, but I keep showing up to what I feel like is cardboard. You know, people that haven't taken the time to do that. And, you know, I was hoping maybe you could give a piece of advice for people that may not be able to afford services, but uh, finding a way to be more authentic in this world with with dating and showing up. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I'm going to have some questions for you. But I think, you know, yeah, I'm a matchmaker, but we also do coaching for clients. And so you can always sign up for coaching um, one session, or you know, things like that. But what I would advise you is, you know, I, I hear this a lot, right? Online dating is hard and there's a lot of people who put fake profiles out there and they're not really authentic to themselves. And so what I advise is just, you know, being maybe there's something about your profile that's sending a message or your photos, or maybe it's that you're sharing too much in the beginning with people and it's giving other people your vulnerabilities. Um, maybe you're saying things that, you know, people feel that maybe they could take advantage of, right? Um, because sometimes when you give too much information in the beginning, people kind of find out your weaknesses and you have to be very careful on how you navigate that. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. So absolutely more, um, intentional mystery, if you will. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you just have to be very careful on how you represent yourself and the things that you're sharing and also like using your intuition. Sometimes, Mm. you know, this is not right, right? Like, you know, this is not right, but you're like, oh, I just need to do this because God, I just need to get out or I need to meet someone and you start questioning it. So you always, I listen to my intuition and believe me, sometimes I made mistakes in the past too, but really listening to that gut feeling that will never it will never guide you the wrong way. Like it will take you, if you really listen to your gut, you know the answer. And I think you just have to make sure you do that. Of course, with everything else I just said, representing oh, yourself and the information you share and all of that. But mm. you're definitely welcome to um, go on my website and um, you know fill out a form and I would love to do a coaching session with you. Wow, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Of course. Thanks for calling in, Mitzi. Yeah, thank you, dear. And so, Samira, Samira, I'm really glad that you said that about relying on your intuition. And I was going to ask you, do you rely on your intuition when you're matching your clients? You know, all the time, all the time. It's so important. And, you know, there's sometimes so there are times where I am using my intuition and things don't happen the way I want them to happen. Right. Because I can't control everything. And that's fine. But sometimes people just get in their own way. Right. Um, And that's where coaching comes in. So my clients, I know that this is a perfect person for them and and they know that too, but sometimes people have issues and they come up, but most of my clients, I feel like my intuition, they, they respect that and they do really well with it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to coach them, but sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Meaning I know that this is really good for them, but people get in their own way. So. Right. And they get stuck you know, in, that happens. they get stuck in patterns. So yeah. I, I'm going to get into your process in a little bit, but I wanted to mention that because I think with what you do is you identify the past patterns a person was bringing in into their relationships. And so then you're able to then seek out a person that is opposite of that pattern, right? Yes, yes. Like you got to break your pattern. Everybody has a pattern. Right. Um, and then there are people who are just unintentionally going about dating in the wrong way, mm-hmm. um, unintentionally, you know, they 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 don't know exactly what they're doing, and they're just lost. And right. 
even even the mess like and this happens even on online dating profiles where they're putting stuff out there unintentionally um that is impacting them in a negative way mm-hmm. and so and i'm able to know. help them yeah. yeah and so and i see this a lot so you know that's what we're able to help people with is just to help them intentionally attract the right people and also with what mitzi was saying i think you know looking for that person that has more depth and that's where i think a matchmaking uh, service can really help with that exactly yeah so so can we talk a little bit can we touch really quickly on some online do's and don'ts so for women <laughs> what are some do's and what are some don'ts so for online do's and don'ts um i would like to start kind of like okay start your profile with positivity do not focus on things you don't want because i see a lot of women doing that focus on what you want on your profile and paint a picture kind of give the audience the the men who are reading your profile give them a little bit of a peek of your life um, paint a picture of who you are as a person and what your world looks like um by pictures by words but being more concise is good not putting too much detail um, you can put details, but not like super detailed. Like you don't want a lot of details on there. You want to leave some mystery on there. Mm, okay. So having a concise profile, which paints a good picture of your world and who you are as a person um, with words and photos, right? Mm-hmm. So number two is for photos. Don't just put selfies on there um, or like glamour shots. Put pictures of you traveling, having fun, show your silliness, put some dressed up photos on there. Um, in a cocktail dress, but also like in workout gear, um, doing mm. activities, traveling. Um, don't put pictures of like group, don't put group photos ever. Um, <laughs> don't cut out your ex and then you can see like half <laughs> his head or hair in the picture. Don't do that. Like take your time right. to even take photos if you need to. Yeah. But show your personality through the photos and do not use pouty mount selfies oh yeah um, because you're gonna attract exactly it's just so tacky um (laughs) don't use bathroom selfies don't don't do those things it's it just that just tells the other person that you're not as serious and it's going to attract the wrong kind of person Hmm. okay good to point out well i want to get into what you recommend for men but we're going to take another break but everyone stay tuned for the weekly skinny and call in for dating advice from Samira when we get back. one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about how being in love affects your skin. Having that glow while in love or the love glow actually has a lot of truth to it. The reason being, when we are in love, we produce more oxytocin, which essentially is the hormone of love. It is often referred to as the attachment hormone, or as I like to call it, foxytocin. Of course, this hormone is not only related to a romantic love, but also one between a person and their pet, or even a person and their parent. Oxytocin is said to be responsible for reducing some of the inflammatory responses that slow healing, which means the more oxytocin, the more radiant your skin will appear. Oxytocin also lowers the body's stress hormone or cortisol, which tends to have quite a negative effect on the skin. Increased cortisol lends to an increased inflammation, which can unfortunately break down collagen, as well as decrease the skin's natural hydrator called hyaluronic acid. Increased cortisol levels also enhance dark circles and enlarge blood vessels. Not to mention when you are stressed and in that fight or flight mode, your skin is the last to receive direct blood flow, which leads to poor circulation. Basically heightened cortisol levels take away that healthy glow. University of North Carolina conducted a study and found that when couples hugged, they had higher levels of oxytocin. Also, it was discovered that when couples spent time apart, their cortisol levels heightened. So the key then to maintaining that healthy skin glow is to be in love, to increase your oxytocin or your foxytocin, of course, managing your stress while doing so. So the key then to maintaining that healthy skin glow is to be in love, to increase your oxytocin or your foxytocin, of course, while managing your stress while doing so. The only downside of the love glow is the increased smile lines and potential wrinkles due to all that happiness, Fortunately, this can be treated too. 
Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. If you are just joining us, today I have the pleasure of having Samira Sullivan on my show. Samira is a matchmaker and the founder of Samira Sullivan International. Have a dating question? Call in 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Samira, let's talk about online profile do and don'ts for men. So for men, um, this is what I suggest. Guys like... I see this a lot, so I'm going to just say it. Don't post photos, like all your photos with sunglasses or baseball caps or fishing with the <laughs> fish in your hand, like you caught a fish. It's just, it's it's like not attractive. So obviously you can do pictures with baseball caps, but also show your baldness. If you're bald, there's nothing wrong with it. Let it shine. Um, you know, like don't, don't look like you're hiding anything. Mm-hmm. So have it, you know, just like I said about... For the ladies, like make sure you have a variety of pictures, um, you doing outdoor activities, having fun, but at the same time having, um, you know, photos where you're dressed up, um, you know, cycling or whatever, just making sure you have clear pictures. Also, no bathroom selfies with no shirts. <laughs> like if you're in good shape, great. You can show that with like your workout gear. If you're out there, like people can see you're in good shape. You don't need to take a bathroom selfie with no shirt. You're not going to attract type of women I mean maybe you you'll, you just won't attract right. any um classy women because it's they're gonna see that you're putting that out there and you're trying to be a player um also don't exaggerate and mm-hmm. give the wrong idea to people because you think it's more attractive so if you you know even if you have a fancy car you don't need to put that on your profile um because you're showing that you have all this money or maybe you don't have a fancy car. And I've seen this too. I've seen guys just like post pictures in front of like a Lamborghini that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when they meet a woman, she's like, oh, so what kind of a car do you drive? Or if it comes up and it's like, oh no, I just drive a Toyota Camry. I was just posting a photo of me in front of this Lamborghini at a car show. Dude, no, you don't need to, <laughs> don't do that. Like. Right. That's just not attractive. That's a big turnoff. So don't do that. Um, I think the more attract, the more authentic you are with your profile, the more chances you have of meeting an authentic, the right match, the right, right life partner. That makes sense. And then also they should write something right in their profile. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Make sure you have, you know, not just a couple of sentences, but again, paint a picture of who you are as a person and what you're looking for. And also don't post a picture of yourself with your ex um, because you're <laughs> trying to show the girls what, what's your type. Right. Um, don't ever do that. But like really, you know, write your profile, take some time and put some thought into it. Don't just have a blank profile. You're not going to attract good women like that. And mm-hmm. people are going to think you're just catfishing. Okay. And what about some first date do's and don'ts? So first dates, um, again, number one is don't talk about politics. Um, (laughs) Number two, don't talk about religion. Um, Number three, don't just talk all the time. Ask questions and make it an interactive conversation where both people are having, you're asking questions, you're not just listening, and then you're listening to her and letting her ask questions. You know, share stuff about yourself, but don't start talking about your kids and, you know, showing pictures of your kids and stuff like that. If they, if the other person asks you about the kid, of course, answer it and then move on because you don't want to act, you don't want to seem like a father or a mother. You're there. You want to be flirty. You want right. to be sensual. You want to, 
you know, you, you want to be playful. You don't want to come off like I am just a father and I'm boring. So <laughs> right. okay. bring your best personality forward. Okay. And then what about, how do you feel about Dutch? Oh my God, do not do that. Like I, <laughs> this is my opinion and I don't find women reacting to this very well. So don't, you know, I heard a story about this guy who um, went on a first date with a woman and he really liked her. Um, and he like asked her to go Dutch and then he actually asked her for a second date. Um, and she said no. Um, and he asked because when he asked her to go Dutch, she didn't go, she didn't feel comfortable and he paid it, but he literally asked her when she said no for the second date, he asked her to Venmo her, um, from the first the date. For the first date dinner. Oh, yes. Boy. Um, this is something <laughs> I heard from someone and not my client. My clients would never do this. But then I've also heard guys, you know, a woman will pay. Um, I had a girl who came to us, I think it was a year ago, and she paid um, for the dinner um, because she just paid because she picked up the bill. It was right there and he wasn't picking it up. So she paid it. And then he says, can I Venmo you? And I mean, that's an awkward situation. You right. should pick up the tab right away. That should not even happened. Yeah. Like it should have never happened. So guys, if you're going to take a woman on a date, treat her like a lady and pay for the date. And as soon as the tab shows up on your, on your table, pick it up. Yeah. That is a turn off. So <laughs> don't do that. Awesome. Glad you mentioned that. So how do most people find you, Samira? So they can go on my website. It's lastingconnections.net. Um, and they can fill out a form, a questionnaire, um, a very short questionnaire. And um, what my representative, Lisa, will follow up with them and find out a little bit about them and what they're looking for and go from there. So is your process then different for men and women? Yes. Yeah. So, so for women, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. What's your process for women? So for the ladies, um, you know, we have a free database. We have a priority database where I think you've kind of experienced that a little bit. Um, the women pay $500 for a paid registry member. You're not guaranteed any introductions, but you do get a 90-minute coaching session with us um, where we kind of look at your bio, what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. We just give you some coaching. Um, and then you're, you also become a priority member. So we look at priority members before we look at our free members, um, when we're matching our clients or, you know, working with our colleague matchmakers, if they're looking for matches for their clients, we always look at our priority women first. Mm. Um, so that's the process for the priority database where you're in the priority registry. Okay. Um, we also have virtual matchmaking programs where we do virtual consulting, um, you know, if somebody has been doing match.com for a long time and they want help navigating through the site, um, we have small, like smaller coaching programs for that. And then we have programs where we just manage your profile, um, kind of virtual consulting. So, okay. and then what's your process for men? So for men, um, we work for matchmaking, for elite matchmaking, we only work with men. Um, they fill out a questionnaire on our website. One of our agents, like, Lisa will actually follow up with them. They will have a 45 minute to an hour conversation with Lisa. Lisa will kind of go through what they're looking for, um, what they've done in the past, you know, their goals and needs and stuff like that. And if she at that time feels that this client could be a good fit for us and we could be a good fit for them, meaning they could benefit from our service, she is going to schedule a meeting with me. Um, so then I will be talking to them for an hour, however long it takes to kind of get to know them and see if I'm able to take them on as an elite member. Mm -hmm. And at that time, if I feel that they are a good fit and they're approved, then I will do a FaceTime call with them, a FaceTime Zoom call um, and get to know them. Um, or, you know, in the in the past, we would meet with people in person. Mm -hmm. But at this point, we're doing more Zoom calls or FaceTime. And then you have then, you have other services to offer them as well, right? Yeah, we have coaching programs and things like that. But most of our male clients are um, for matchmaking. Okay, okay, and wardrobe styling, right? Yeah, wardrobe styling is included with the matchmaking packages. So, okay. Okay. all of our clients get you know unlimited coaching. Um, they get wardrobe styling and whatever they may need. Yeah, which is definitely needed here in Seattle, I would say. 
Um, so, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes, so. I totally understand. I used, to, I used to live in Portland, so yes. Yeah. So tell me about the clientele, the type of clientele that comes to you, and what's the age range, and where are they located? Yeah, so our clients range from anywhere from 35 to 65, 70. Um, you know, our average client is 35 to 55, um, you know, even 60, 65, but you know, they're, they're very successful men. Um, I have clients who are celebrities. I have clients who are um, entre- very successful entrepreneurs, surgeons, doctors, lawyers, um, you know, all industries. So just finance, um, mm-hmm. although I haven't had that many finance guys lately, but, you know, kind of like a mix of mix of professions. Now, would you say matchmaking brings a certain clientele over online dating apps? Definitely. Yeah. Um, the clients that I have, Sakura, are very specific in what they're looking for. Um, they're very, very selective. Their lifestyles are not just ordinary lifestyles. So they have very high-end lifestyles, their travel, and you know what they're looking for is very specific. So that's why they come to us because they want also confidentiality mm-hmm. and we're able to give them that. And of course, you know, the thoroughness in interviewing the candidates that they're going to be going on dates with, um, they're also very busy. So we have a very specific type of clientele when it comes to men. Um, and, and, and they don't benefit from online dating um, because the type of women they're looking for are not just on online dating sites. Um, you know, women who are going to integrate themselves into their lifestyles and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's a very different clientele for sure. Okay. And what would you say is the most important thing in matching your clients? I feel like value, um, core values are very important. So when I'm looking at matching two people, I look at how their family backgrounds were, right? And how they were raised, um, their core values, meaning how they kind of think of the world, um, you know, politics obviously do matter. Um, they're very political, um, you know, respect what they want in their life, how they lead their lives. Um, all of those things are important. Um, exercising, lifestyle, travel, how much have they traveled? Do they know how to travel internationally? Um, you know, how do they take care of themselves? Are they, you know, health conscious? All of those things are very important in kind mm-hmm. of like, finding the right partner. Okay. And I love how you ask all of it. <laughs> yes. And education as well, yeah. you know, yeah. um, the type of success they've had in education and like in- intellectual capacity and depth. Mm. Some people don't care for depth. Some people do. Um, right. So those are important things. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a break, but everyone stick around for more love from the hip. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A dot com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA dot com. And use promo code BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase. That's BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA dot com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck 
realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today, I have the pleasure of having Samira Sullivan on my show. Samira is a matchmaker and founder of Samira Sullivan International. So, Samira, what is the number one most common thing your clients are looking for in a mate? You know, they're all looking for love. They are looking for somebody who wants to be in a real, authentic relationship. Um, you know, obviously they're looking for somebody who's, who has their identity of their own and, you know, knows what they really want and, and, and are able to go for it. Meaning they don't have a ton of emotional baggage and issues that are going to come up, which obviously everybody has some issues, but when it's like a bag of issues, that's a problem. And that's why our clients come to us because they're really looking for somebody who's kind of whole, you know, and, and is right. And they're ready to go move move forward with the relationship and they know what they want so no one's wasting each other's time mm-hmm. they're available yeah so emotionally available yeah, emotionally available so what is the biggest thing that most people are turned off by um it's neediness um where someone just doesn't have their own life and they're kind of trying to tag along the other person and you know there's no space it's it's like they just want to be in a relationship but then at the same time it's for all the wrong reasons Um, you know, they just don't know themselves really well. They haven't done the work on themselves. And I'm not saying everybody has done a lot of work on themselves. I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's like that. I'm just saying that when, when one person is very needy and we're working with adults here, you know, people who are, who who know themselves pretty well, they've dated a little bit and, um, things like that. So, you know, people who know themselves well and what they want, um, so the biggest turnoff is when somebody is very needy and just doesn't know what they want in a relationship and are kind of all over the place and undecisive. Those are the turnoffs okay. for everybody. Now, do any of your clients ever have any expectations that are unrealistic? Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to open them up because, you know, people are delusional. So, right. um, and my job is to really help them kind of get out of those delusions and you know, give them a reality check. That's why not everyone is my client. Mm, you vet them too. Yeah, exactly. So what is your percentage of successful matches? So our, so basically like from the last time I did, you know, we went over all the clients that we've had over the years. And so 75% of our clients, 75% of our clients will end up, you know, in the past, from the past statistics, have ended up in long-term relationships, which is like one year or more, um, mm. or marriage. Um, and 85% of our clients, you know, get into a relationship six months to one year, or they may have multiple relationships where they've been with somebody for four or five months, things didn't work out, um, and then they broke up and then they met someone else. So that also happens. I can control those things, right? Right. But those clients are happy with what service they received. And sometimes they will even renew. Yeah. Um, however, I don't have a high renewal rate because most of my clients end up in long-term relationships. And how long does it typically take to match these your clients? Uh, it depends. You know, I've had clients who have, you know, met someone like within the six months. I've had clients. This doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen where they have. It happens at least twice a year where first or second date and they really like that person and boom, they're gone. Um, and I will never hear from them again. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, hear from, <laughs> I, I hear from them. Um, and and I, I'm always checking up on them and how they're doing and coaching and things like that. So that happens as well. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it takes a whole year and sometimes it takes a little bit more than a year. So, right. um, Yeah. Now, do you offer continued coaching while they are matched with somebody? Oh, God, that is like the most important thing. And that's my biggest, that's the biggest value I provide because I'm going to tell you this. So, you know, when people are kind of meeting on their own through dating apps and things like that, there's a lot of miscommunication that happens and misunderstandings that happen and people break up for the stupidest reasons. (laughs) I see this all the time. And my value comes in 
because I am actually able to talk to the woman and the man separately and really help them navigate through whatever obstacles that they're having. Um, and that's where I really bring value. And a lot of my clients tell me that too, is like, if you weren't here, I would have lost an amazing person, you know? Mm. So Yeah. So I imagine this miscommunication too is via text, right? All the texting. It's, it's like even talking and, and yeah. somebody saying something and the other person misunderstanding it because the communication styles are, are not aligning because two people have different communication styles. And so they need to understand how to communicate with each other mm-hmm. um, because, you know, people say things differently or they may not say much and the other person takes it the wrong way. So that's where I come in is kind of helping them understand each other's communication styles that we have learned, you know, from our families and from just growing up and, you know, our personalities, everybody's Mm -hmm. personality is different. Yeah, that's fantastic. So do you recommend a certain amount of time to wait between relationships? Yeah, if you've been married for like, say 30 years, wait a year, you know, Um, maybe try online dating first and then come to a matchmaker. But if you've (laughs) been separated, for example, like you were married, but then you were also separated while living together, Um, and going through like a crazy divorce process, for example, if assets are included, then, I mean, I I suggest that's fine. You can move on, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if if you've been separated for more than a year. Okay. And where do you hope to grow from here, Samira? I, you know, um, we're adding international cities. Um, Just my whole goal is to be able to help like I personally only want to take on six to 10 clients a year. Um, And that's, I've been taking like probably 15 clients a year something like that. And just be at a point where, you know, the best, I I only have the clients that I like, I only work with clients that I really, really like, but I want to get to a point where I'm working with clients, 10 to 15 clients a year Mm -hmm. and that's it. And then we're doing a lot of coaching because I feel like a lot of people need coaching. So we're actually going into direction where we're going to offer a lot more coaching programs because I think more people can benefit from it. Um, And I have some amazing coaches on my team. Yeah, I think that's absolutely great because I feel like, like you said, people can be with someone great, but then the communication can just mess it all up. Exactly. And I want to be able to offer our programs to a wider audience, like Misty said, that not everyone can afford matchmaking. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want to be able to help more people, um, you know, be successful at dating and have more fulfilling relationships. Right. Well, that's fantastic. Well, how can my listeners sign up or learn more about you? They can go on www.lastingconnections.net and um, fill out a questionnaire on the homepage. Um, they're welcome to look around and um, one of one of our consultants will um, get back to them. Wonderful. Most likely it's going to be Lisa. So Well, wonderful. Well, thanks again for being here today. Thank you so much, Sakura. <laughs> it was my pleasure. Awesome. And thank you to Eric, my superb producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. Really love the show? Don't be shy. Drop me a line at sakuratlovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another Love from the Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya.